Hey, David. Hello there. Now, I'm 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 a little steamed. I'm a little mad, and I want I want to be mad at just city planners right now. And I know you probably don't understand this because you live in the North Pole, and there's there's not really a lot of like traffic congestion up there on your one street. Well, I mean the but, penguins are pretty bad up here. But whose bright idea was it to put bus stops right after intersections? I know I've been driving for years, but today, not once, not twice, but thrice, I got behind different vehicles that ended up having me stopping in the middle of an intersection because a bus stop was a bus length beyond the light. Just oh, yeah. fucking move it. <laughs> I mean, like it should really be before the the intersection, but then there's always a right turn lane. So I think the only way to get around that is to never allow any right turn lanes or or hear me out, reconfigure all the buses to have doors on the left and make everybody stand on the island. That's true. Or, you know, what we could do. Uh, while you're waiting in the middle of the intersection, hoping that uh, the, the light doesn't turn like green in the opposite direction you get t-boned you could listen to this episode of the scene on screen podcast Another day, another charging cord for my iPhone. David, how are you? <laughs> well, it's not really uh, another cord that you have to buy because isn't Apple now essentially being forced to go to USB-C? Well, I mean, the iPad and the, uh, the MacBook already were. So that's not a terrible, terrible thing. However, here's my problem. Most vehicles all the way up until the year 2022 are USB-A. Yeah, but you can uh, buy USB-A to USB-C cords. No well, problem. I, buy... I, I absolutely can, but that's just another thing I have to buy. Because all my USB-Cs are C to C. USB-A to C is actually harder to find right now. Well, no, just... Actually, no, it's not. <laughs> is this another rent? You can listen to this episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. <laughs> no, no. Like, I, I know even like my store doesn't sell... A to C as much as we sell C to C. Well, you know what? There's this magical place in the world on the World Wide Web. I'm it's actually it's a, a jungle. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I I just bought a little because I my uh, my phone's on lease, so it's up. But I just bought this little dongle that is a USB A to C adapter. It's like yeah, maybe have... an inch tall. I got a whole bunch of those that came with uh, my Samsung phones. Those are smart switches, though. No, they're not. They're just a, it's just a USB A to C adapter. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you asked me how I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, but, but but I need it to be the opposite way because it's got to plug into the car. That one, I'm pretty sure that you just showed the camera as a C bottom and an A top. That, so it's C male it's and A female. That's right. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Anyways, I, know, so. I know a thing or two about those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, what's uh, how am I? I am great. Uh, for anyone that's 
I think we discussed. I got and the wrong. I just want everybody to know David was wrong there. And I know some people no, listening to the show like to tell me that David's right more than I am. And uh, David was wrong. I still am other- right more than you, but it, I I wasn't incorrect that this is this is still a USB C to A adapter or vice versa. It's just no, that one's an A to C. <laughs> you need it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It's USB goes <laughs> mo- two ways. <laughs> I got him rattled. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so. So I think I think I talked about finally getting my smoker last episode. I don't remember. Yes. That was a week ago. And so, uh, our our fans wanted to see some of them like your meat all over the Internet. Yeah. And you didn't put any meat up there. None. Uh, don't worry. So my plan for uh, this weekend, my are my fans, my meat fans. I am going to be doing the uh, poor man's brisket. That is uh, also known as a chuck roast because briskets are expensive and I don't want to well i mean i could buy one but that's a lot of meat for just two people in my house so <laughs> i'm gonna experiment with a, a chuck roast on my uh my smoker it's gonna be great uh, it's been getting a little cold up here though so i think the temperature in the the north here is high of 16 degrees today uh so it's i actually had to turn the heat on at work and you know what's funny though is uh, I turned the heat on, and then the entire office started smelling like something was dust? on fire, yeah, like just burning, burning dust, like yeah. burning, right? And over the course of five minutes, every single person in my office that I worked with came up to me in a panic, and they're like, "Why does it smell like burning in here?" David, is something on fire? I'm like, no, I just turned the heat on. So it's probably I'm like, if something's on fire, we'll know if we actually see flames. But I'm like, uh, it should go away after a while. It, it, it took about, you know, 15 minutes for the, the burnt dust smell to, to clear out. But I mean, our office was under renovations for about a year, right? So since since the spring, we've still been under a significant amount of renovations or like early spring. So we hadn't even had to use our our heated system. So it was probably filled with like construction dust and all that stuff as well. Right. So what's your limit at home? Like I know here, like we live in an apartment that we can't control the temperature. So this is my absolute favorite time of year for sleeping. But what's your limit? Like I know Thanksgiving weekend is when the heat usually gets turned on or the people on the lower floor start complaining it's cold and they don't remember that all the people above them get all that heat mm-hmm. like you mean like when do i turn the heat on in the house yeah is it when your wife <laughs> tells you to <laughs> yeah kind of actually today it was a little cold i think it was like it was about 20 degrees in the house which you know it's a little bit chilly when you're trying to relax it's like i still kind of want to hang out in drawers and t-shirt in the house and then it's like oh i gotta get a blanket if i'm hanging out on the couch because i'm not being active but then i'm renovating my basement so i like the cooler temperature down there because Just I'm pretty crack active. A well, yeah, I could, but it's even colder outside. So, I mean, uh, I like to keep the temperature in the house around 22, 23 degrees. Too warm. You know, in the. <laughs> That's in way the, too warm. I'm like, I'm like cringing. I mean, 22 like, degrees is actually pretty good in uh, during the summer when it's 30 degrees outside. 22 is actually pretty, uh, pretty comfortable inside. Uh, in the winter, I keep it about 23, 24. Sometimes, you know, if I'm feeling real saucy, I'll put it up to 25 just so I can be like, 
turn it up, Michelle. I want to burn. <laughs> but, <laughs> I want to burn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I think the nice thing about owning your own house is that you're not at the mercy of your father anymore. Right. So everyone knows their father growing up has total control over the thermostat. Like you put it up like half a degree. He could be asleep. Eyes pop open. He knows that something, someone's <laughs> touched that the family guy joke. Right? Did somebody touch your thing? <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, since I've, since I've owned my own house, it's like, Oh, I'm cold, but it's like may. Okay. I'm going to turn the heat on. Oh, I'm, I'm too hot. And it's, you know, I don't know. When does it start getting hot? I don't know. Maybe let's say it's May. (laughs) May. Sorry, I don't live in Kenora. (laughs) That's true. I guess like May, March. Well, March, March, April. We have pretty fluctuating temperatures, right? Where or hell, even like September. We had a few days where it was like 28 degrees. So we had to have the AC on. But then today, 16 degrees. And it's like, okay, turning the heat on. Right. So, I mean, Last, (laughs) last week it was pretty hot. Yeah. So you're saying it's it's wrong for some like it's your thermostat now, right? So she who shall not be named cannot touch the thermostat because it's your thermostat now, just like it was your father's before you. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that she who shall not be named is like a f- just doesn't know how it works. <laughs> she, she's she's afraid of it. <laughs> I mean, I have a I have the Google like Nest thermostat, so literally all you have to do is like turn it like rotate the bezel and it will adjust the temperature. So she does that a little bit, but but you're saying I mean, like. Like your father before you, if somebody played with your thermostat, <laughs> you'd be upset. Not really. I mean, like if I had guests, like obviously, like once I eventually have a family and I have kids, then I think I f- I'm, I'm obligated to take up the reign of our, like my father and like his father before him. You know, the thermostat is a sacred it's like the covenant, like it's the Ark of the Covenant. It's, it's the like the holy, knife you cut the turkey with, right? It's the Holy Grail, right? Like nobody can touch it. You have to be blessed, you know? <laughs> now, if I came to your house and I was like staying in your guest room and I was like, oh man, it is too warm in here. And I like snuck up the stairs and went click, 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 click. Would you know? Uh, well, I would <laughs> like, hear why the, is the I, air on in November. I would I would hear the, the machine, like I'd hear the fan turn on, but I wouldn't. Like you're an adult and see, as another male, you understand the importance and the finesse required to control a thermostat. (laughs) This isn't going the way I planned. (laughs) I I wanted David to be like, yeah, no, people shouldn't touch people's service stats. And I'm like, why'd you fuck with mine in the car? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Cause Sean, for people who don't know, Sean hates it when I touch the uh, AC in the car and uh the car has like a dual zone so like i'll control my side and and then he gets mad because no you don't control your side what you do is you put on sync and then auto and i like to drive (laughs) cold like i like a nice cold driving experience yeah but when i got when i got uh when i got frost growing on my arm hair like Dude, I like driving in the I like it a cool drive too, but come on, man! Like there's, there's your there's... side of the car had a zone, and you were like, nope, <laughs> it's got to be the same for both of us. You know, Let's next drive time, all the next... way to a game store and not buy the game I want to buy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! 
you know what? Next time we hang out, and uh, I'm gonna secretly, I'm going to secretly record me adjusting the 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 temperature in the card just so that I can post on our Instagram story. You bitching about that? Are you sure about that? <laughs> it'll be like I... it'll be like a year later, and someone will get the reference because they'll have listened to this episode. Speaking of references, before we get into all the the news of the day, when David was down for his wedding and just hanging out and stuff. We constantly quoted the Are You Sure About That by Tim Robinson. That's all we would say to each other. Like if it would be mm-hmm. like, hey, that's what this was. Like, Are you sure about that? You, we should actually make that a clip, by the way. However, the other day I was at a golf course and it said no outside alcohol permitted. And I sent that picture to my other half just with the question mark. Sure. <laughs> and she replied, you sure about that? You sure about that? So now, David, you'll be happy to know. That you repeatedly saying that she now says it all the time. Great, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy about it too. It's fun. You sure about that? Do you, do you know who's not happy about things going on right now, though? Oh, who's that? This episode—it's so easy. <laughs> I know. Square Enix is a little um, how you say upset after they have lost nearly two billion in market value since the release of Final Fantasy 16. Well, maybe that's no surprise. Wait, why not? Why is it no surprise? Well, here's the thing. When you release, when you, when you hype up a game and then you release a broken game on a single console, such as the, actually probably the the best console of this generation, uh, but only on one, the PlayStation five, you know, people are going to be kind of weary about your game. So, they what was the game for Forspoken? Yeah, Forspoken released a few months ago or whatever to very poor sales. It was a it was a pretty bad game, you know. And the previously Marvel event Marvel's Avengers was poorly received as well. Like they they had they had a pretty good run of poor quality games, and then Final Fantasy sixteen released it's actually a pretty good game it's been having great reviews uh, i played the demo i was sold on it like i'm just waiting for the a price to a price drop and the problem is though sony or square enix has only been releasing games on sony consoles well the thing is is if sony consoles are so good and it's the best gaming system why are they not selling as well well, according to this article, the slump came after the PS5 game reportedly failed to meet high or the high end of the company's expectations. So if your goal is 10 and you sell three, are you underperforming or overvaluating the goal? If you're if you what? If the goal's what? It, like if your goal is to send sell 10 copies and you sell yeah. three, are you over evaluating the goal or under evaluating the game? Well, like, you're let's not take some of the responsibility. Well, out you of, you're overvaluing the game, but it was Sony that had the expectation incredibly high, right? Like, yeah, you're and I think sell a billion copies of this game or a million. Yeah, we'll a million. yeah, they they set the expectation high, and I think partially though, and we'll take Final Fantasy for example, because like the sales, uh, I guess, haven't been doing very well for Final Fantasy 
16, even though it has been a very well-received game. And they just announced a new DLC coming out for it, all this stuff. I think traditionally or, or historically, when people think of Final Fantasy, they think of two companies, Nintendo and Sony. And then more, I would say, recently... It's primarily been Sony, right? Like since Final Fantasy VII, the, since the most, uh, since the the I would say the modern day 3D Final Fantasy games, it's all been Sony stuff. They've been exclusive to Sony. A few of them have come out on Xbox. Final Fantasy Thirteen came out on Xbox, and Final Fantasy Fifteen came out on Xbox, but they didn't sell as well because ultimately. Sony is still considered the Final Fantasy machine. Uh, but I think with this, and, and there's been a lot of negative press around Sony and, and their their methods and, and whatnot, that I think people are shying away from, from buying the games and stuff like that, or the cost of games have increased so much that people aren't going to be buying. Uh, I, I guess that maybe they're being a little bit more selective on the games that they buy, right? Or yeah. it could be that because Sony has their PlayStation Plus extras and essentials and all that stuff where it includes games, the cost of that is already so high that maybe their player base is content with paying for that subscription and then just playing the games that are on that service, right? Like when th- think about it, when was the last time you bought an Xbox game? I would have bought Starfield. Would have, but didn't. So like, but seriously, like the last time that you bought an Xbox game. Right. It's it's, maybe, hard, it's tough to say, maybe right? Earlier this year. Right. But before Game Pass, how many games were we buying a year? Oh, probably three or four. But like, it's right? so much easier if you know, actually, it would have been. Shit, I bought an NHL for PlayStation. Maybe a year. Probably a year. So, yeah, right. So I and I, I've bought some games for PlayStation and for Xbox, but they are they're kind of like bargain bargain games, but they're not on on Game Pass or they're not on the PlayStation streaming service or whatever it is. So I think the expectations for modern games, partially like the cost of developing games have increased so much. Right. Like it costs a ton, like a boatload, like a a cruise ship load of money to develop games these days. Right. So the expectations or the, the, uh, yeah, the expectations for sales are, are higher. Right. But I don't know how, I guess the saying like uh, Square Enix's stock has fallen 30% from its peak this year wiping almost 2 billion off the company's market value. So it's not really like they they lost they 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 didn't lose money, but they lost value in the company. And that's totally understandable, especially when you're a publicly traded company, right? If mm-hmm. you release consistently poor quality games, and I'm not saying that the games are necessarily poor quality cuz like the the one thing with Square Enix games is that they always look really good. That's one thing that they've always had going for them. They are kind of like on the the top tier when it comes to graphics and and game design and stuff like that. But 
they've released a, a number of games that have have not done well. So investors are going to shy away from investing in those companies in that company that is not necessarily making them the money that they they want to see. And this is capitalism, right? If you're not making money for someone, they're not going to give you the time of day. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Right. So (laughs) maybe it's a little bit more on the the company pumping the money into them to be like, hey, what are we doing wrong? Clearly. Marvel's Avengers was released on both consoles. But it also had character exclusives for just the PlayStation, right? What if maybe Sony goes back to Square Enix and was like, hey, you know what? Maybe we uh, we didn't get uh, we didn't pay enough money to IGN to give you a 10. We gave you a nine. Maybe that's why it didn't sell. Mm-hmm. Or Maybe just maybe. People are starting to wonder when the final Final Fantasy is going to come out. <laughs> Talk about games with terrible names. Well, there's a history behind that, and I don't think we're going to dive into that this episode. But no, but I think, I think yes, yeah, Square Enix could be responsible for releasing poor games constantly and being allowed to get away with that mediocrity. However, look at the look at the company that paid for this game's exclusivity, right? Mm-hmm. That means you pumped, I would assume, hundreds of millions of dollars into this game. Mm-hmm just to release it as fast as possible to make sure that the game was lackluster and overall underwhelming for a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said it's a good game, but you also like, you've also said like it does have its warts. The internet says it's broken. If I didn't know any better, I was reading about a Bethesda launch with some of the comments about these games or look at how cyberpunk was released. Right. Again, same kind of lackluster performance it actually sold so poorly and it was so broken that CD project red had to refund everybody who bought it on their request. Right? Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe square Enix needs to slow down before it's too late. Like, are they working on a final fantasy 17 right now? Probably. Well, I, I think that they're probably still working on, I, I mean, they probably have stuff down running down the pipeline for, for them, but I think they're still working on, content for Final Fantasy 16 but uh, I don't know I think it's hard to say kind of like what's going on with Square Enix because they have they have you know companies under the Square Enix umbrella right like uh, what was Eidos was a big one and I think I don't know is Eidos still around I think they disbanded Eidos but they made like the Tomb Raider games and stuff like that right so it's like there's a lot of these these smaller like these or other uh, developers that are under the Square Enix brand that aren't necessarily when you think about them, they're not necessarily like you don't think of a Square Enix game when you release these things, but if they don't sell well, it does affect their parent company. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. I think, uh, you know, we've seen it a lot recently and we'll talk about Starfield later, but I'm going to use this example, like reviews, right? People I think are being more, cautious of how they spend their money on games and they're doing it based off of reviews right so if a game reviews very well people are obviously more inclined to purchase it like or hell if a movie is reviewed very well people are going to go see it right so 
if Square Enix or one of their sub companies is releasing games that are not reviewing well, and then on top of that, they have an exclusivity with one console. So in this case, Sony PlayStation five, then there's going to be a mix of, okay, they're unable to make up any potential lost sales by having it on another console. Right. And then they are tied to the expectations of trying to make up a certain number of sales for that specific console that they're on. If you look at all these games, though, like Square Enix has announced that a PC version of Final Fantasy 16 is in development. That is probably the fastest time between the release of a, the console version of the game and the release of the PC version of a game. And it's strange because it's still not like if they were smart, they would have released it on Xbox just to like open it up to, you know, a million more people if that was the number. But you know what I mean? Like th there's potential. There's lost potential. If we even look at uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, that game came out years ago and it was supposed to be a one year PlayStation exclusivity. It is still not on Xbox. Right. So it may never be. It may never be. So I as much as it sucks to hear that Square Enix is, uh, you know, lost essentially two billion dollars in value. I mean, they kind of did to themselves. Oh, 100 percent. If you dance with the devil, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Right. Yeah. Like we learned in that movie with uh, that girl that plays the devil and uh, Brendan Fraser. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. <laughs> Wow. A, I'm surprised I got that so quick. And B, wow. Like I knew hey, it was uh, bedazzled, but I just wanted to see if you knew it. I know we're not really talking about movies right now, which I understand. But do you have, did you see the trailer for the prime Halloween movie coming out called Totally Killer? No, no, I have not. It's the hot tub time machine meets kind of like um, Happy Death Day. So like a girl goes back in time and witnesses a bunch of murders. Interesting. But it, it has like a hot tub time machine vibe. And the only thing I laughed at, well, like I laughed at parts of the trailer, but Randall Park is in the, the first scene of the trailer. And he's like, mm -hmm. I hate time machine or uh, time travel movies. They make no sense. I'm like that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's great. I'll check it out. Do you know what else Speaking is great? Yeah. What's that? Uh, Just this <laughs> God, it's becoming a terrible joke. David, what if I I told you for the mere price of Netflix, <laughs> essentially, you could have access to games like Among Us, Fallout 4, Gang Beast, Halo Wars 2, Grounded, Halo 5 Guardians, Stardew Valley, The Elder Scrolls Online, and more. <clears throat> really? For a low, low value of almost the cost of Netflix? Tell me more. We're only using the word Netflix because nobody knows what Netflix costs anymore. <laughs> and we're not an Xbox podcast, but we'll stop there. Um, Xbox Core is launching this week. And uh, my God, it actually looks better than the launch of Xbox Game Pass. Well, I mean, yes and no. Like, uh, No, no. The answer is yes. It's definitely yes. There was no real day one stuff at the beginning of Game Pass. Well, that's true, right? But... 
I mean, if you look at, if you break it down, what was, what was, uh, I guess, promised for the launch of Game Pass versus uh, what Game Pass Core is. I mean, Game Pass, when that launched, it was going to be a selection of 100 games or a library of 100 games that would rotate every so often. This is essentially replacing Xbox Live Gold. If anyone remembers what happened a few months ago when uh, Microsoft tried to just get rid of Xbox Live Gold completely and then everyone rioted and then they quickly, like within a few hours of the announcement, retracted it. So this is replacing Xbox Live Gold, but adding a library of games. Yes. How many games is that? Like 20-ish some games or something like that? Oh, 36. Yeah. No. And, yeah, yeah, 36. And it, it's going to rotate three times a year. Three to four times a year, they say. But here's what I like about it. Is if you don't really want the gaming subscription platform, but you still want just your Xbox Live with gold, so you can play Call of Duty with your bros, or you can do whatever, like whatever online game you want to play. Maybe you want to play... Fuck, what other games do people play these days? Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield. Like any any online game that you want to play. I was going to say Fae Farm, but I don't think it came out with Xbox. Or for Xbox. By the way. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah, it did. It's beautifully charming, that game. Is it? Very beautifully drawn. Or oh, animated. Nice. This is kind of the best of both worlds, right? You get game, like you get your Xbox Live Gold for the year. And I hope they finally change the cards that you can purchase. But it's the same price, maybe a little bit more than it was for gold for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And in return, you also get access to like some pretty sick AAA titles. Not only that, you're also getting games that are good. Like you're getting good games just for free to access. Yeah. And like the selection of games is actually well, like it's it's good. It's good. It's uh there's there's a variety enough variety for I think every type of gamer, right? They have the cozy games, they have the first person shooters, they have the RPGs, they have uh, like the puzzler games. They like, I mean, I know people that would probably just play hell Stardew Valley the whole time and never play anything else. But like, they got Gears of War, they got Halo, they got uh, like the classics, right? They got uh, Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> yeah. Well, Elder Scrolls Online, you know, that's a big one, too. Like, like for for someone who's who's into like those Bethesda RPGs, right? If that's all you want to play, well, you got Fallout 4, you got Fallout 76, which apparently has improved greatly. We should probably jump in that at some point. And then we got uh, Elder, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls Online, Online, right? So you have a pretty good selection of games that can scratch your bethesda rpg right uh i mean i have elder scrolls online i've paid for it it's it's a free to play with purchase game right so you have to buy the game but then there's no subscription i've had that forever and i jump in it every so often and and play the shit out of it for a while and then i stopped playing it for (laughs) for a long time but i mean if i didn't have Game Pass Ultimate. And I wasn't going to renew for that. I think this is a completely, you know, fair and actually pretty attractive package for uh, not too bad of a 
a price point. I mean, Honestly, it's like online access with decent games. Yeah. Versus not having online access. And here's the thing. So f- I think the way that this is designed, if you think about it, they give you a selection of games and they are going to rotate it two to three times a year, right? Which is actually not too bad. And they probably won't rot- rotate the entire library all at once, right? They'll probably take out like half, if if anything, at a time, right? So it allows people's time to, to play these games, but they also get a taste of the kind of excitement when they announce new games coming to it and, and the ability to play games that they might have otherwise passed up or just didn't really weren't interested in enough to to purchase right yeah so if people can find the value in the course uh, subscription and they like that oh i like the ability to play these games without having to pay for them and then they see the availability and the selection of games in the regular like game pass subscription or like the the higher tier i I'm not I would not be surprised if we if they had a lot of people when their time to renew actually upgraded to the higher tier. Yeah, I love that they don't have day one access on this tier as well, because it's making them like choose. You have mm-hmm. to choose. I do like the fact that they're offering the discounts up to 50 percent off um, access to free play days, which is very important still for anybody who has the Game Pass platform. But just in general, I think this is a good compromising ground for what Xbox Live used to be. Well, and I think if they were to release games day one or have day one access on games there, it would diminish the value of the regular Game Pass subscription or the higher tiers, right? Because um, if I could get day one access to games, why would I pay for the higher subscription, right? And for someone like me who wants to play these games when they release, but doesn't want to be dishing out a hundred dollars every time a new game comes out. I mean, the cost of a year subscription for game pass ultimate is totally worth it, right? Because in the year there's probably going to be four or five new games that release that I will have access to on day one that I can play. Right? So, if they had that access on the Xbox core, then there's no reason for me to renew at the higher priced subscription. So this was a smart move from, uh, from Microsoft. And I think, you know, them incorporating game pass or a selection of the game pass library into their subscription with Xbox live gold, where they can then, just kind of get rid of Xbox Live Gold in itself was a smart move because what they tried to do before, just get rid of gold and that that caused problems. But this is like a, a good compromise, a middle ground. Uh, out of curiosity, do you know what the next Xbox Day One releases? No clue. It's on October 10th. It's a tiny franchise called Forza. Really? Yeah, they they're they're banging out games once a month, man. Yeah, that's true. So, at the end of the day, like maybe somebody wants to try it this this week, and they play Forza. I think it's Forza Four. 
I was like, wow, this game's great. I'd sure like to play the new updated one. Cool. Mm-hmm. For like $8 more a month. Oh, it's Forza Horizon. So they would go for more arcade did not. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever play like the early Forzas? Uh, on like on Xbox, original Xbox and, and like 360? 360. Yeah. Not really, actually. I remember what was I think I played a little bit of no, it was on it was on PlayStation. It was no, no, I remember I played Forza on the original Xbox. My friend had it, but we were more so into like Halo and Halo 2 at the time. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm looking for a copy right now. Forza 3, I believe, or it's Forza 4. It was the last game that was commentated by the Top Gear guys before they all got fired. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is now the Grand Tour. So there it's a good game. I uh, I owned it and then I I lost a lot of my games. And now I'm trying to get them all back. It's called uh, Collection Digging. Well, now, you know what you need? You need me to go searching with you. Oh, Forza is probably found like a dime a dozen. Maybe. <laughs> that yeah. game's probably so easy to find. Probably. Now, let's talk a little bit about the biggest thing to come out on Game Pass. I know you guys are tired of us talking about Starfield, but I finally got to play a large enough amount where I can actually give a reviewable commentary, I guess, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say I don't dis. I understand where a lot of reviewers are coming from for some of the potential flaws that Starfield has. Would I give it a seven based off my 10 hours of play? No. Would I give it an eight? No. Would I give it a 10? No. I would give it a solid nine based off what I've been playing Mm -hmm. so far. I will say, though, that unlike your Elder Scrolls, your Oblivion, your, your Fallout, the game lacks the masterful handhold to the point where you can do something and have no idea what the fuck you're doing at all. Like you get like basic tutorials in that first tutorial mission, which gives you kind of like basic walking, resource collecting, uh, dog fighting, combat, all that stuff. And then they're like, here you go. You're on your own, kid. I don't mind that. I did try doing this TikTok thing where when you're in like the first mission, I believe it's called the old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You can deviate from the plan and go to this like place and kill all these spacers. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you had to go there after the mission anyway. So I killed them all. <laughs> and then the item I needed didn't spawn. So I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get to this, this mission to get this elite thing called the mantis. But that's fair. So some like I know you've played it probably less than I have now, because once I start, I just don't stop. I have no intention of beating this game anytime soon. Like any distraction I can take, I will. I delivered a pair of boots for a man. That was fun. There, there's just so much going on in the game at all times that it's like slightly overwhelming. And to use David's favorite uh term there's a lot of choice paralysis that's in the game too because you just keep seeing things like pop up in your menu and you're like i can do that oh Oh. i i I can fuck with that and it looks like you could just level out whatever way you want yeah how long did it take you to create your character oh like five minutes oh really 
I, I, I spent, I mean, I did spend a lot of time creating, like changing, like the actual look of the person. I just wanted like a normal looking person. I mean, when I played it, I started playing on PC a little bit, and I was just like kind of dabbling with the character creation, and I made like the ugliest <laughs> person I possibly could, which I think is hilarious. I made him like as fat as I could. He was bald, had like the like really bad skin, <laughs> all this stuff. And then uh, what I picked the chef choice oh, so for him. Mean, yeah. Right. So, but then I I started again because I mean like I'm one of these people that I'll make a character and make it like a joke and then and then feel bad because I'm like oh, I don't want to be stuck like this the whole time. Um, so I I start over again, but. I, I played a little bit. About it? I, I mean, like, I just like want something that I feel like, oh man, I'm I'm a badass, not like a fat ass, you know. <laughs> I laughed. I think I sent you the picture too. It was just like there's like a a hairstyle with like a receding hairline. I'm like, look, they're including everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. And you know, here's the thing though: is is uh, there's a lot of like it's just more and more controversy, and I and I think. It's just people who are upset that the game is not out on the the best console. And they're just picking everything that they can to, to complain about it. So there is a, a big controversy in the game about pronoun selections. And it's just who like, cares? like, who cares? Honestly, right? like, like, but who here's cares? the thing. Like, like, people are literally selecting, like, they're, they're choosing every little thing that they can to bitch and complain about this game when this is probably one of the most inclusive games when it comes to character creations because literally you can make your character look like anything like anyone i've seen some pretty crazy like some of my friends have made characters that look almost exactly like they do in real life yeah people it's crazy Right. And so people are upset that they can't play this game on the PlayStation five. So they're going to bitch and complain about everything. Sorry, I should I should clarify. I don't want people to think that I don't care that there's pronouns in it because I think it's actually amazing. But other games have done that as well. And the the fact that these these angry streamers are complaining about it gives me that who cares attitude. Right. And and that's I'm very much for the inclusivity. And I think there was something that I just did in the game where I was just like, Oh, that's interesting. Like it gave me that kind of choice. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was though. Hmm. It, uh, it's, it's refreshing to see more and more studios do this kind of thing. And like, it's not just, Oh my God. What's that game called that came out last year? Stranger, something strange life, stranger, strange, stranger things. No, stranger than fiction. No, <laughs> I'm not going to whatever strange stranger than colors. Oh, actually, is that it? Stranger no. than colors? No. no. I don't know what it's called, but uh, at the end of the day, like for people who are complaining about this shit. Stop listening. Stop caring about us. We don't care. About life you. is life is strange. That's it. That's it. Life is strange. Yeah, yeah which was by far one of the most inclusive games that has come out in a while. Mm-hmm. But when, when it comes to the way this game is being dragged for being quote unquote woke or inclusive, fuck off. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like why can't people just enjoy games? 
Yeah. Does it, <laughs> does it matter if you say he or she or they? It's a video game. So mm-hmm. that that's, that's where I'm kind of at with that. The one thing I am finding kind of annoying, and this is me playing a lot of Fallout in my lifetime, is why is everything one extra menu away? <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. Fallout, you would just hit X and your Pip-Boy would come up and you can roll through your stuff. This one, you have to hit menu. Then you have to like choose which sub menu you want. And once you figure out you can travel through the menu versus like launching your your ship and stuff. It takes some of the fun out of the flying and getting into random dog fights and exploring space and finding like abandoned ships. But I think I, I think, though, that's also uh, a design choice because not everyone wants to do that. Like some people just want to go and get to the planet and explore the planet. Like other people want to explore and, and, and fly the ships and stuff like that. Yeah, and resource collecting is cool. It's fun. Yeah, actually, have you seen some of the ships that people have made and whatnot? Yes. What's your favorite? Actually, I saw someone created a uh, Y wing. Oh, cool! But they made it all. Majority of the ship was actually made out of corner pieces. So apparently, there was something to do with like the AI where uh, in the game that it was it was not targeting uh, the corner pieces corners of ships right like it it, they target like the body pieces or main body or main hull so because majority of the ship was corners (laughs) most of the ai enemies weren't actually attacking them they were just flying around so it's kind of cool but i've seen some pretty crazy things and and what what have you seen anything Uh, i've seen a box that has the exact same thing so somebody built it with like cargo so it's just like a flying cube but because it's all corner pieces the the hull doesn't exist it's just it's like an yeah. empty cube, which is really cool. The Austin Powers penis ship was uh, a really good one. So the nice. TTP in that game couldn't have been that long. I've seen the Millennium Falcon. I've seen a bunch of different Star Wars ships. The X-Wing looks really, really cool. Even going through like some of the the pre-built ships in the game, they're all neat. It's like, I don't know. There's... I, I almost feel like I'm spite playing it a little bit, which is not the right way to play a game because I really want to enjoy it. But when, when something goes wrong, I'm like, oh, man, people are going to complain about this. And I, yeah, I don't right. want that. I don't. It's OK to love things. It's OK to find things cool. And it's OK. To be upset that your favorite console doesn't have a game. We just talked about final fantasy 16 now mm-hmm. i have both consoles david's also fortunate enough to have both consoles we work we work hard to have both of those consoles but if david didn't have a playstation he still loves final fantasy do you think he's gonna go on the internet and just be like oh final fantasy 16 is trash square enix definitely deserved to lose their two billion dollars no maybe <laughs> we know people who would write that kind of stuff yeah but i don't know i'm i'm having a lot of fun it's a game where i know i can't pick it up if i'm tired because mm. you, you're gonna sit into it and play and like i just discovered via tiktok because i'm not even that far yet but do you know you could have relationships with your companions apparently yeah and you could have room oh 
that's what it was. So there is a cut scene when you're talking to Sarah Morgan, which is like one of the, the leader of the constellation. You meet her fairly early in the game and you get to ask her a question on whether or not she was friends with somebody or romantically linked with this girl. And you have both options to ask the question. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like my other half was sitting there on the couch with me and she was like, Oh, cool. They added like a, a lesbian storyline. I was like, yeah, that's neat. Like didn't care at all that like where it was going because the way the, I, I guess the chat box just kind of put it, it kind of leads you into two different directions of the story, whether mm. or not she had a relationship with her or not. I think we went down the, the relationship road. Cause sometimes I let her pick my answers and it turns out that they were just friends, but they were really close and she loved her. I was like, cool. Like, yeah. Did, and, I, and the, did I rage quit and throw my controller at the TV? No, you could have though, but you didn't cause you're, you're, you're better than that. I'm sensible. Yeah. And also you have access to the game, so it doesn't really matter. So you're better than everyone else who doesn't have, who can't play the game. <laughs> you think you're better than us? Yeah. Speaking of uh, sensible people. Oh, shit. You know what's annoying? What's that? <laughs> Clickbait articles. Let me tell you, we have, okay, clickbait articles have always been a problem. For, for a long time. It's how that's pe- how websites get people to read their articles, right? But ever since the release of Star Wars Ahsoka, like the, the new series, there has been, I think, a, a major upswing in the number of clickbait articles that are just, it's just ridiculous because they and, and a lot of these companies will they'll take one little thing and then you've probably read these articles where it's like you actually have to scroll t- and majority of it like 90% of it is just like filler right but the problem that i've i'm noticing now it's it's always like ahsoka has changed star wars history with this one thing that they implemented or it's like Dave Fellini has broken George Lucas's one and only Star Wars rule. And it's just like, and then it's just like a bunch of gibberish. And it's like, yeah, they explore another galaxy. And George Lucas said that Star Wars is in a one galaxy. I'm like, if, if Star Wars was only in one galaxy and that's all there was, then it's not very realistic because we in our universe, in our real world know that there's multiple galaxies. So why wouldn't there be in star Wars? And I don't recall ever reading, hearing or observing George Lucas say that there's only ever going to be the star Wars galaxy. They can't explore anything else. If anything, this is a smart move. Uh, and like spoiler alert for people who haven't watched Ahsoka, but expanding the Star Wars universe to go past the 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 planets that we know of is only a good thing, right? Because if we want to get away from the Skywalker saga, then we need to explore that kind of stuff. But we're we're never gonna get away from the Skywalker. Saga. No, we're not. They're never as much as they try, they never are. But here's the thing, though. It's like. Ahsoka, and I know Sean hasn't seen Ahsoka, and Purposely. that's okay. Sag after that's forever. Okay. That's okay. 
Uh, I think you would enjoy it. I'll bet you'll be uh, confused about some stuff, but I think uh, in comparison to say some of the more recent stuff, it is actually a pretty solid Star Wars series. But every single episode that releases, there is you know a dozen news article or, or or like multimedia websites that are releasing an article that say like the latest episode of of uh ahsoka has changed star wars history forever and it's like well technically yes because it's a new episode of a new story of something that hasn't been told before right it's Which just is super interesting too because like this is the time where a lot of people who aren't entertainment entertainment journalists are making bank off articles because you notice mm-hmm. it's not a lot of like the major reviewers out there right now. No, no, it's, it's exactly. a lot of new people, which is, and, which is also crazy. And the thing is, is like these, it's, it's all about those clicks, right? And that's why it's clickbait. That's why websites like Buzzfeed and stuff like that were so popular back in the day. And because the articles that they released were like, well, everyone's seen them. It's like, you know, doctors hate them, <laughs> but this person found out a new thing that made them live to be 200 years old. Right. Like, and it's just like, Oh, okay. What is that? Right. But now they're doing it with absolutely everything. And it's, it makes it very difficult to enjoy, you know, reading articles or, or even discussing, new like new content and discussing media because if people post links to stuff on on reddit right then the comments is just people arguing over like how stupid the article is and how it doesn't make sense or or whatnot right and it breaks down it dumbs down any potential for good discussion because it just turns it into like this is so stupid this is an argument yeah kind of like what we're having right now not an argument but you know we you just end up ripping on the article and 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 uh, I really feel like m- news articles in regards to media is turning people stupid because it's like uh, out my balls from I- idiocracy. You know, it's just like people just are are not able to actually have proper, coherent discussions about, say, rumors or theories or or whatnot because. All that we get is like, oh my God, Disney has changed Star Wars history once again, or Fellini is ruining Star Wars, or you know, people are forgetting what George Lucas created. Did it's you just say Fellini, not Feloni. Like Fellini, Fellini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so I just it's just every single day I'm I'm if you know if i'm on my lunch and i'm reading stuff I, it comes up and it's just so it's so frustrating it's so annoying and we need something else so here's an idea for you all internet people whether it be your favorite video game your favorite movie your favorite tv show if you have something just cooking in your brain that is going to sound so stupid that you need to put it on the internet don't <laughs> leave that to the professionals like us who sit here, research topics, talk about things, say stupid things all the time. But we do it for the laughs. We don't we do, do it, it for, the for entertainment we don't do it for the purposes. gasps. At the end of the day, 
Starfield and Star Wars are going through the same thing right now. People are taking advantage of their hype and writing mm-hmm. whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Look at what's going to happen when Mortal Kombat comes out in a few weeks. Nothing, because that's a fighting game that keeps getting re-released. Yeah, but it's the yeah. first game. Yeah. It's the first yeah. game in the series. Sure. <laughs> Just like the Xbox One came out first. Yeah. But still, still a weird naming naming scheme for the Xbox. So. Yeah, like I'm excited to watch the Star Wars stuff when I get get to it. Gotta finish Clone Wars. Gotta finish Clone Wars. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> As I hit myself, or like I have an elastic band around my wrist, pulling it. Gotta watch Clone Wars. No, you can't watch hockey right now. Watch Clone Wars. I, I think, uh, you know what I'm going to do to help you out? I'm going to find a curated list of the most important episodes of Clone Wars to watch. So you can cut down seven seasons to maybe like two seasons. Gee, golly willikers. Thanks, David. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys tell I'm tired? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Finally, we got some trivia questions. Slash, I don't know why I paused there. For whatever reason, I thought I had a sound effect, and I tried to look for it, and I don't. I have but- this one because, uh, you know, it's exciting because... Good news, everyone! Trivia is back on the menu. Wait, wait, let's 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 redo this here. We're not even gonna re-record it. We're just gonna redo do this. I'm gonna type in our little little chat box what sound I want. And then I'm gonna cue it to you when we're ready. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Right. I'm going to give you guys one actual question from trivia this week. I'm gonna give David three trivia questions. We're gonna we're gonna go over the the details for this week and then i'm going to give you these one of the questions will be on the answer sheet the other two won't but we also want to see how smart david is right so without further ado (laughs) here we go next week september 20th at twb we are doing disney 3.0 trivia now topics include marvel pixar sports as in Disney sports movies. Like Airbud? Airbud may or may not be included. We are doing two audio rounds. Now, I teased it on the TWB post that we were going to use classic Disney and we were going to use Disney Channel music. Now, I've got some twists and turns that I'm not going to reveal just yet, but I will tell you that those are the two areas of music we'll be playing. And maybe if you're like, yeah, I'll throw something out else out there. But all right, David, are you ready for three trivia questions? Yes. All are right. these are these like actual like are these these aren't going to be on the actual trivia, or one of them might be. One of them will be. Okay, one of the three. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Play that sound. World premiere. All right, let's see how smart David is. So I'm going to actually only use Disney Pixar questions, okay? Uh, That way it's fair. Oh, well, I was going to ask you Marvel, but I didn't write any of those ones from a previous (laughs) show. All right, question number one. What is Lightning McQueen's catchphrase? 
uh, Lightning McQueen, uh, hold on, that's the car from, uh, that sports drink from cars. <laughs> that's right. That's what I was trying to say. I was like, okay, hold on. It's the car from, uh, okay. Kachow. That is right. Kachow. Or if what you do it as Owen Wilson and be like, Kachow. Yeah. Nice, nice southern drawl. Okay. Question number two Which fictional company makes an appearance throughout all Pixar films and their logo typically appears on the side of a pickup truck? That would be Pizza Planet. Ding, 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 ding. David's got a second one. I need a, I need a soundboard on my own. I didn't even have to think about that one. Okay. Finally, number three, Rapunzel's Chameleon Entangled is called what? What is the name of oh, Rapunzel's geez. Chameleon? You know, I, honestly, I don't even remember that movie. So I'm going to have to say, I'm going to just... I'm just going to pull something out of my ass, I think. Uh, Frankie. <laughs> Incorrect. It is Pascal. Really? <laughs> it is Pascal. <laughs> All I right. So there you guys me. have it. I gave away <laughs> one of the answers to you guys today and two other ones. Maybe not. We just played our own version of two truths and a lie, but we'll call it two trivias and a truth for myself. Wow. Wow. is very nice. And David. He's so cool. We want to thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.